Welcome to Conversations with a Tech Recruiter. I'm your host, Dean Kulawira. This is episode 25. And uh, what I'll be speaking about today is uh, basically those job descriptions out there you might be coming across as a job seeker and you read over them and you're like, it's impossible for these people to want all these requirements for the role. They're, they're listing like a whole bunch of requirements and, and criteria and all that stuff. Uh, first, so how seriously should you as a job seeker take these type of job descriptions? And finally, like, is it even worth applying for the role? That's what I'm going to be covering today and uh, it'll help you in your search. Uh, so, uh, let's get right into it. So what made me want to actually uh, cover this topic on today's uh, podcast episode is it's a question I usually get asked, right? Dean, I sometimes come across job opportunities I'm applying to, which lists an almost impossible skill set combination in its requirements. Should I even bother with those roles and take them seriously? Look, folks, ultimately it's up to you. Like just because you can't grade it an A opportunity does not mean you shouldn't at least apply if it seems compelling enough to you. Because what do you have to lose, right, at the end of the day? Now, that being said, you need you do need to qualify the opportunity as soon as possible. If there's anything I've learned being in the staffing industry, recruiting on IT positions at a variety of organizations, is that job descriptions don't always tell the most accurate story or the full story uh, regarding the role in the position. And they certainly don't always reflect on the most important aspects of the position. So look, if there's like 20 bullet point requirements, probably only three to five of those requirements are non-negotiable. So just keep this in mind. And this is, again... Based on my experience as a recruiter working on the staffing agency side of the equation, meeting with organizations, qualifying their their open opportunities, and narrowing it down to those three, usually three to five core mandatory requirements for the role. And that's from like a list of, again, like 20, 25 bullet points on their job description. So look, finding out which of those requirements are key for the role is what you need to aim for. Like that, that's pretty much the end goal and what you need to do at your end as a job seeker if you're not being represented by a great agency that's able to narrow down that information for you. So what I want to share with you t- uh, today is uh, the three ways that you can accomplish this, where you can a- actually narrow down what the key aspects of the role uh, really are. So uh, the first way is if you're being represented by a, reputable, uh, by a reputable staffing agency that has a direct relationship with the decision makers of the company, this is what I was touching on before, uh, they should be able to get you the inside scoop on the position. Like, why are they looking to hire at this time? What's the urgency? Why now? What problem are they looking to resolve by hiring for the role? What are the key aspects for the role? And uh, what are they looking for in an ideal candidate? What, what kind of tools, technologies, and all that good stuff uh, the candidate needs absolutely needs to work on? Uh, and not only just work on, but also what experience do they have uh, in those respects? So this information the the agency can gather for you due to that direct relationship they have with the key decision makers, and that's probably the greatest advantage you have, as it helps you pro- helps provide you with as much information as possible. So you can rank not only how well it fits into what you're looking for in an ideal role, but also where to rank it from a priority perspective. Because look, the more specific information you have about the role, the, the better it allows you to rank. Okay, should I rank this opportunity like a number one in terms of priority because it looks like a serious opportunity? Or should I put it like bottom of the list because there's very little information as to how serious these people are about bringing someone on? And, and finally, this information will allow you to cater your responses at the interview to highlight the most relevant parts of your background. Now, the second way to accomplish this in terms of uh, verifying the key aspects of the role based on the job description. Look, if you're not being represented by an agency, then you need, you need to get in touch with your point of contact, whoever that might be, for the opportunity and see if you can gather more information about the role yourself. Now, what I'm speaking about here is maybe you're not being represented by an agency. Maybe you're 
uh, you've applied directly at the company and your primary point of contact, maybe it's uh, it's the in-house or corporate recruiter. Maybe it's someone in HR at the organization. Maybe it's actually a direct contact with the hiring manager. So if you're if you're in communication with them, they would be the the the, the, the individual or the person or the people to reach out to to get more information about the role prior to your prior to your interview, ideally. So you need to find out what the key skill sets they're looking for are, why those particular skill sets, why the position is open, all that stuff. And you can actually accomplish this and do this on that initial uh, phone call of interest uh, they 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 uh, they get back to you on, right? And what I mean by that is when you apply for the role, when you present your resume. You get that initial phone call saying, hey, we got your resume. We're interested in, uh, you know, speaking a bit more with you. That would be the phone call where you can gather more information so that you have that information prior to your interview. So you're well prepared. And asking these questions will allow you to understand what really is important for the role and what the real story is outside of the job description and allow you to go in much better prepared than just, uh, you know, a situation where it's just like, hey, here's the job description. Uh, the, your interview is booked for uh, Wednesday at 2 p.m. Uh, see you then. Good luck. Uh, like that's not going to help you folks. So you want to get as much information as possible, specific information regarding the role, the key aspects and all of that. So you can be well prepared. Now, uh, the third method. If no, So if number one or number two above aren't reflective of your situation. And just to refresh yourself on, this, on, on number one and number two. So number two was if you're being represented by an agency, right? You're reaching out to your, your contact at the agency. They've, they've ideally qualified the position and all of that. And uh, uh, the second scenario was if you're not being represented by an agency, but agency, but you have a direct co contact at the organization you hired at, could be an in-house corporate recruiter, could be HR, could be the hiring manager. So look, if your situation is not one or two above, uh, and it's not a reflection of your situation or your ability to do so, then you need to ask these questions at the interview itself, folks. And you need to do it as soon as possible. A lot of candidates make the mistake. Like I advise them to 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 you know do the, these these qualifying questions or ask these qualifying questions, and uh, they get a little nervous and anxious and all that, and they wait until the end where where the the interviewer asks, "Hey, do you have any questions before we wrap this up?" And they ask it then. So look, if asking this these questions and clarifying the role right at the end of the interview does not make sense. Because now it's too late. The meeting's almost about to be over, and you can't you can't cater or highlight or uh, the, the most relevant aspects of your background. And also, it's it's kind of too late for for them to see how you might be the perfect perfect person for the role. So this is probably the advice again, like I give out, which most of you will not follow because it goes against the typical interview norms of letting the interviewer start off the meeting by asking the questions, and you just sit there and answer questions. However, if you, all you have is the job description and you've had no other information or context provided to you about the role, you need to determine the key points they're looking for in a candidate as soon as possible, folks. And asking this at the end of the interview, like I'm repeating myself here, like asking at the end of the interview is too late because the meeting is already over. So as soon as possible, and what I mean by that is right after the introductions and you're seated, they say, please have a seat or, um, you know, all that, all that, all those pleasantries, you need to ask. Uh, hey, I appreciate your time, but before we begin the meeting, outside of the job description, which I have reviewed prior to our meeting, what are you looking for in an ideal candidate for this position? And what are you looking for this person to accomplish? So getting this information will provide you with the key points they're looking for and will allow you to cater your responses to this moving forward in the interview and be able to highlight the most relevant aspects of your background. Now, at the same time, this will open up the conversation to help you determine if there are realistic expectations here. And of course, continue with uh, any other questions you have. But point here, folks, is you need to ask this question uh, that I just said uh, as soon as possible, as, as close to the beginning of the interview as possible. So again, that question is, appreciate your time. Thanks for having me here. I'm really uh, interested and excited in discussing the opportunity. 
uh, before we begin the meeting outside of the job description, which I have reviewed prior to our meeting, what are you looking for in an ideal candidate for this position? And what are you looking for this person to accomplish? That's the question you need to, you need to be asking, right? And I'll, I'll be going over these initial questions you need to be asking to open up the interview in, in future podcast episodes. So certainly do uh, stay tuned. But the point of this one is I wanted to highlight and 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 show how crucial it is for you to qualify the, the, the job opportunity. If all you have, folks, is a job description and you don't have a benefit of having a, a, a good staffing agency representing you with us, providing you with the key, key, key information regarding the role, if you don't have a direct... Uh, contact or, or good communication with uh, with the corporate recruiter in-house or the hiring manager at the organization you apply for it's up to you it's up to you to take over the reins and get that information so you can you can highlight and evaluate and qualify the, the opportunity to the best of your ability so look in summary before you write off a position uh, that you're interested in for having an impossible list of requirement requirements remember don't don't judge a job by the job job description like like I said before like it's very rare I've seen a job description that is a true 100% reflection of the role. So don't assume that the job description is what it is. Get the full scoop using those uh, those uh, those previous uh, tips that I spoke about uh, with those points of contact you have or uh, ultimately yourself at the interview itself so that you're in a position to determine whether it's a position with realistic expectations and it's something that you feel that you can you can really excel in. So look, I hope this information was helpful for you folks. Don't just listen to this. Put it into practice. Try it out at your interviews. And uh, again, this is based on real life uh, experience, real life, um, you know, experience, not just not just as a as a recruiter, but also as a job seeker myself in, in the past, which I, and, and these strategies are strategies I have used to get myself successful results and uh, really open up the conversation in the uh, in the in, in the interview. So, again, hope that information was helpful. Uh, and, uh, you know, thanks so much for tuning in again. I'm your host, Dean Kulawira. And uh, this has been a episode 25 of Conversations with the Tech Recruiter. And I uh, look forward to seeing you again.